0: going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, June 14th, 2020. What's going on? How are you? What's happening? What's good? What's the news? Like Huey Lewis in the news. What a guy. Did Huey Lewis retire from, from performing? I tell you what, man. If you ever want just like a shot of late 80s, early 90s injected directly into your veins, go on to YouTube.com. That's YouTube, Y-O-W, nope, y o u tubecom and uh, find Huey Lewis doing uh, Hip to be Square live when Dwight Clark and the San Francisco 49ers come out at the end to sing uh you know the kind of the closing refrain and then Dwight Clark starts singing and he's got a a killer voice like this guy could have been a you know forget the catch he should have been lead singer for Aerosmith or something I tell you what man that's a that's a great video they're all wearing the sunglasses kind of got like a Blues Brothers vibe man that's good that's good stuff Go check it out Pause pause, pause this podcast And go listen to Huey Lewis and Dwight Clark sing Hip to be square I don't know the year Probably like 1991 or something But it's good stuff It is very good stuff uh, This is my show And we're coming to you live From the north side of Chicago Where it is beautiful and breezy It's about 65 degrees out it's kind of been that way the past couple of days. And I tell you what, I'm not complaining, man. Um, I love it because you can kind of uh, you can keep your windows open. You get nice cross breezes going on. You can go walk outside. Pretty much wear shorts and a t-shirt. As long as you're moving, you feel good. If you want to go hang out by the lake, you know, you throw on a, a sweater or something and lie out on your blanket. It feels delish. I did that for a little bit on Thursday night and it was awesome. You know, you got you gotta take advantage and that that's the thing about Chicago. You know, everyone's talking about, hey, lakefront's closed. Lori's really stifling our summers, but hey, you come up here to the north side of Chicago, Loyola Beach, uh, you know, anything anything from Pratt up to about tui there that half mile stretch there is just a gold mine the lake is completely open it's and it's not even just like oh the green space is open the beach is physically open people just i we were out there uh last weekend or the weekend before i think it was last weekend and it was a hot it was a pretty hot day and people were just out there swimming which looks looks pretty cold frankly because if you've if you've never been in lake michigan Here's a thing that that they don't tell you. It doesn't really get warm enough to go in until about late August and it's warm enough for about 2 weeks before, you know, you get a you get a, uh, you know, some sort of polar vortex that rolls in over the Great Lakes region. I love I love the term Great Lakes region. You know? I don't know what are your what are your what are your hits and misses in the Great Lakes region? Cuz I'm thinking, you know, so in terms of states, we're talking Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and New York, right? Great Lakes region. Basically from like Minneapolis over to Buffalo. Pretty much what we're dealing with here. This is interesting. I, it, I got, it got a lot of cities here. I like a lot of ones I, I don't really like. I mean, I'm a big Chicago fan and a huge Twin Cities fan. And I like Milwaukee quite a bit. But then you got, you got like Cleveland, gross. Gary, gross. Detroit, I actually like. But Detroit in and of itself has some hits and misses. And then I've never been to Buffalo. So I can't really say too much about it, but I don't you know Lake Ontario in general i'm just I'm kind of you know it's like the little it's like the little brother that's always trying to tag along and play with you kind of like me I guess if I was a great lake, I'd be Lake Ontario, although I kind of feel like I'd be Lake Superior too because I'm just big I'm a big guy um I don't know. Here's a question for you. Is St. Louis part of the Great Lakes region? Because I think you'll talk to a lot of people who will be like, yeah, St. Louis, Great Lakes region. You know, you got the beer brewing going. You got the Great Water, all that stuff. But then you look at it on a map, and it's like it's not really Great Lakes region. Plus, St. Louis kind of blows. I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the show. I don't think I've ever done a podcast from St. Louis before. But – um St. Louis is uh, not one of my favorite places. I think it's it's uh, woefully overrated by the people who talk about all the great things there are to do. What what St. Louis feels like when people are talking about how great it is, it's like the people who think St. Louis is great are the people who have literally never been to any other city in their lifetimes. Because you go to St. Louis, and then even just like in its own little Geo system, you go over to Kansas City or you go down to Memphis. Um, I'm not even including Chicago. Chicago puts all these places to shame. But literally, you just take like St. Louis, uh, Memphis, Kansas City, and I mean, hey, I'll even throw in Wichita. You take those places and it's like, hey, St. Louis kind of blows. It blows a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, what did, the, I don't, they got nothing going for him. Bad, I, I was about to swear, I should mention, uh, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to this show, number one, we'll occasionally swear, especially on our talks about St. Louis, I mean, let's get real here, and number two, the podcast is objectively terrible, and if you couldn't tell already, we're seven minutes in, and I came in with no agenda today. Uh, but uh, well, while I'm on a roll, let me say this St. Louis, you got shitty beer Right, we're talking uh, Bush Light, basically And then you got uh, Cardinals fans Who are just They're just a little bit Too too full of themselves Like, tone it down A little bit, at least with You know, like, another fan base I really don't like, Milwaukee Brewers fans But I, I just don't like them because they're behind the cheddar curtain and they're kind of, you know, they, they stuck with their man, Ryan Braun, uh, exposed cheater. But beyond that, you know, they're good people and they're, you know, they're not overly airy and cocky. They just want their team to do well. You go talk to, you go down to Bush Stadium and Cardinals fans are just, there is this air of smugness that surrounds that entire city in a, a cloud of darkness. And I am very glad that the Rams got out of there, you know, 5 years ago when they did. And hopefully Jeff Fisher moved away too because those fans don't deserve a football team. Maybe we could give them like a like a single A uh baseball team equivalent of like frisbee golf and let 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 them, you know, rent out the Edward Jones Dome and put something in there. But uh you know, in St. Louis, I mean, you got Wash U, which is kind of nice, but you got the whole trolley system that just runs on, like, the one street. And it's embarrassing. I mean, you ever go down, I don't even remember the name of the street that it's on. I don't know, like, the, the western part of the city out there by, you know, Wash U. And what, Clayton, is that the name of this, the the next city over? I don't remember. But, um they you just got this trolley and it just it just runs in a straight line on the street, but it moves so slowly that if you're running like nine and a half minute miles, you're you're out you're outpacing that trolley. Or if you have literally anything with wheels, heelys included, you're outpacing that trolley. It's like it's like the, the Bachelorette parties In Nashville and Scottsdale, you get the the trolley, you know, the drinking trolleys. You know, sometimes you get those fun ones where they, like, let the people pedal and it doesn't doesn't do shit. But it's fun to have anyways. Um, It's like one of those drinking trolleys but no alcohol allowed. It's basically how this trolley works in St. Louis. And then you just got buses. Then he had some serious racial segregation issues but because it's Missouri you know they're not really that interested in addressing the issues what a what a waste of a great american river the mississippi river not to mention here's a question for you the mississippi river enter or uh is flowed into i'm using my passive voice here by the missouri river what like 20 miles north of st louis why couldn't they have founded the city at the confluence didn't think i knew that word did you confluence c-o-n-f-l-u-e-n-c-e of the missouri and mississippi rivers you know because where that that confluence actually is There's just, like, nothing going on there. You would think that would be, like, the greatest place of all time to find a city. You know the city that got that one right? Pittsburgh. Mm Mm-hmm. Because out there in Pittsburgh, you got the Allegheny and the Monongahela Rivers confluencing together, commingling to form the Ohio River, which in turn flows into the Mississippi River, you know, what, like, I don't know, 40, 50 miles south of St. Louis, something like that. St. Louis couldn't get founded at the confluence of the Missouri and the Mississippis, and it couldn't get founded at the confluence of the Mississippi and Ohio. It just had to do its own thing, okay? And no one thinks St. Louis is that special, so I don't know. They're full of themselves. Also, who was St. Louis? I mean I can think of a lot of famous saints. You know, you got Peter. Although I guess Saint Saint Petersburg in Russia maybe kind of already had that one claimed, but I think it was it was like Leningrad back then, right? Or Stalingrad or Kaliningrad. It has to be one of those three, right? Vol Volgograd, I think that Volgograd, I think that's still its own I think it's still named that. Sochi Side note, I'm not even mad that, uh, you know, the Olympics got pushed back this year because it just takes the sting out of it a little bit. The fact that China, China is hosting three straight Olympics from right under our noses and no one seems to care. What's awful is Trump talked about how badly China is beating us, and he's 100% right back on the campaign trail. And then he, he gets in office and does zero about it. What a waste of a human life form. Um, China was spo- uh, so you, you got China Jr., which is Tokyo, hosting the 2020 Summer Olympics, which I assume is just rescheduled for 2021. I don't know. And then you got China Beijing hosting the Winter Olympics in 2022, which here's, uh, China's got to make up its mind, okay? Because Beijing hosted the 2008 Summer Olympics, and we're turning around 14 years later. You're telling me out of, there are probably over at least 743,000 eligible olympic cities across the globe not even counting vatican city because i don't know where they would put you know the ice rink but out of the 743,000 eligible olympic cities you're telling me beijing gets two olympics in 14 years i i mean come on and then and then uh twenty in in twenty well, how did this work? Oh, I I forgot in twenty eighteen the Olympics were hosted in Yongyang, South Korea, which is basically just China. What was it? Pyong 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 right? Not Pyongyang, that's North Korea. Pyongchang Get it. an original name, guys, am I right? So between Pyongchang and twenty eighteen, or Tokyo. Uh, in China, Junior in 2020 or 2021, and then Beijing Forbidden Palace, three straight Olympics for China. And I, I'm not I've, I'm not going to go so far as to say that St. Louis should be hosting the Olympics over China because that's a you know a bridge too far, but. Let's maybe get some diversity in the Olympics, okay? How about some affirmative action Olympics? That, that's probably the only way, frankly, St. Louis could ever host an Olympics. I mean, if, you, if I went on a game show and I won an all-expenses-paid trip to St. Louis, I would just ask for the $47 instead in cash because then at least I could invest it in something that wouldn't make me want to kill myself, like some donut holes, or vitamin water makes a delicious line of refreshing beverages, and for forty seven dollars, you could buy at least i mean you go out to the suburbs where prices are lower i'm you get like twenty five vitamin waters. At least. You find a sale, you go to Woodman's or Aldi or, like, the Vitamin Water Wholesale Store, one of those GNC places, great natural content, I assume, is what it stands for. We're talking maybe 30. So, St. Louis, I just wish, you know, that it would just... Just back off a little bit, stay in your lane, relax, recognize that you're awful and no one likes you, okay? Mark Twain got super close to living in St. Louis and then instead he was like, nah, I'm going to stick to Hannibal. Why? Because Hannibal's a, a freaking G, man, a badass. He took elephants over the mountains, some Okay, we don't talk about this enough. The fact that Hannibal took a fleet of elephants through the mountains, through the Alps, how did he even, here's a better question, how did Hannibal get across the Strait of Gibraltar? Let's go to Google for this. OK, because you got so Hannibal was from what Tunisia, Algeria, something like that. How did ever you know, everyone's always talking about you know Hannibal going over the Alps? But we don't talk about Hannibal how did Hannibal Burris die? Hannibal Burris isn't dead, is he? Yikes. Scared the crap out of me. How did Hannibal get across the straight of, straight, strait of Strait, S T R A I T, Strait of Gibraltar? Also, how long is the Strait of Gibraltar or how wide if anyone knows? Email us beantownpodcast@yahoo.com. Again, that's Beantown, B E A N T O N podcast at Yahoo.com. All right, we're going to Reddit. How was Hannibal able to get elephants over the Mediterranean in the Punic Wars? Uh, Hannibal's war elephants had already been in Spain for a considerable amount of time when he marched for Italy. Okay, but how did they get... I don't care if they were there in a, for a considerable amount of time. How did they get from wherever punic was to spain it's not described how exactly they got the elephants over to spain but earlier military leaders had faced similar obstacles and overcame them okay well what's your best guess elephants i don't think can swim like that in the ocean also how would you how would you even keep them organized Let's let's go to another Reddit discussion. The Greek Syracusea, quite possibly the largest transport ship of the era, could carry sixteen hundred, eighteen hundred tons. Fuck. That's a lot of tons. That's two times two times seventeen hundred is let's see, thirty four hundred, and then you add three more zeros. That's like 3.5 million pounds. That's crazy. A banner could carry 20 to 30 tons. An elephant weighs in at five. Wow. That's a lot of tons. Interesting. Very interesting. Or maybe he just had highly amphibious elephants that could both swim across oceanic straits and hike over the mountains. I'm just envisioning at this point like the Matterhorn and an elephant, nay, a covert squadron of highly trained assassin elephants like skiing down the Matterhorn into Italy wearing ski goggles... And, I don't know, just doing all sorts of badass tricks. You know, it's like the A-Team, but with elephants. And one of them is, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And one is like Jason Statham. And then there'd be one that's just there for comedic effect. I'm thinking like either Kumail Nanjiani in you know again, it's an elephant, but you know like like a cool male non Johnny type or maybe a Jonah Hill type elephant, maybe he's naturally on the large side, and that plays in to the comedic factor again, these are elephants, but just you know just think think about it um. Basically what I'm getting at here is St. Louis just you know just, just you you know I know not good. Bad. Real bad. Very sad. And there's really no reason to to go there. Um because the wait times at the arch are long. The beer is real bad. If you're looking to explore the Mississippi, just go to, like, Memphis or Dubuque, Iowa, right? Or Galena, a quaint little town. Even Moline, okay? Or Davenport. Or one of the two other quad cities. Um... So if you want to include St. Louis in the Great Lakes region, then just put it together with Cleveland where I was going to say set them on fire, but Cleveland's river is already on fire. The Guadalupe or whatever their, their river is called that flows into Lake Erie. And just take those two cities and... You know, if we're going to do like another civil war here, maybe they'll be the first two to secede. But instead of fighting a war to, you know, bring them back in, we just sort of let them leave. Okay? And that's about all I want to say on that matter. Let's go to our ads here and thank our wonderful sponsors who so generously supported... That twenty-three minute rant, twenty-three long, twenty-three minute long rant on St. Louis, home pride, Oregon. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, you could. Uh, pff, speaking of rivers, just go to the you know Oregon, Illinois. It's on the Rock River, which flows into the uh, pff, the Mississippi, maybe, or the Illinois River. I don't know. I don't know. Why? St. Louis couldn't even get founded where the Rock River flows into the other river, or at least the Kishwaukee into the Rock River, right? St. Louis just stuck their nose up at all those different confluences. What, what losers. Um, well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, if I was going to found my own city, it'd, definitely be at a confluence. Is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate's angle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector you can trust, you got to call Steve at 541-410-0316 or you can just visit homeprideOregon.com. Again, that's Five four one four one zero zero three one six, or you can visit homeprideorgan dot com. Home, pride home pride Organ Inspection Perfection. Mm. I kind of had a hankering, hankering for a soda today. I haven't had a soda this year, and uh, I didn't. I did not get one. Maybe later. I tell you what, here's my situation. So it's currently 4.55 p.m. Sunday, June 14th, and there's a NASCAR race today down at Homestead outside of Miami. The race was supposed to start at 2.30 p.m. Central Time, which Miami is in the Eastern Time Zone, but literally you go up to, you know, Tallahassee, and it's in central time zone, which is just crazy, man. Um but the the they they have completed five laps and the race has been under red flag for the last ninety minutes or so because of lightning in the area. Well, first the the race was delayed because of a brief shower, so then they had to get out there, dry the track, then they ran five laps, then lightning and they've been under red flag ever since. So it's like I I don't want to leave the house because I want to watch this race because this is literally, like, the only sport on that I care about. You can find some European soccer, and you can find MMA, and then there's NASCAR. And frankly, only one of those options is even halfway appealing. Oh, you want to hear something real sad? Just wait. We'll finish our ads and I'll tell you something real sad. It uh, happened to me today. Uh, shout out to the Samson Q2U series. It can handle rants. It can handle raves. It can handle uh, sad stories, which I'm about to share with you. But just remember, when God speaks, he uses a Samson. Uh, cuts by Q, and we are back open and operating as of June 3rd, and uh, still haven't made a, a sale, but we're open, uh, and you'll know for sure from this ad read. Bob and weave we all know the hairstyle, and we all love it, but how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like enter Sandman but different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicagoland area. For beehives to bangs, hawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you got to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or you can email Cuts by Q at yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts, Q-U-T-Z by Q at... Yahoo.com. Okay, turn it on up and sing it with us wherever you are, loud and clear, belt it from the mountaintops, and if you're ever at the top of the Matterhorn and you see some elephants, say hi to the Jonah Hill-looking one, okay? Because he's probably going to be goofy. Oh, when you see, uh, how does this song go? Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cut. By Q, you know all these all these NASCAR races. Every individual race has a you know a titular sponsor, T A T U L A R, and this week it's something to do with. Oh man, I don't even remember what this. If I go to NASCAR.com, I bet they'll show me. Um, what is this week? The uh, the Dixie Vodka 400. Mmm. I wish I wasn't Dixie. Hurrah, hurrah. Bum, bump You know what? The great thing about having musical talent... Not, not referring to my voice. But sometimes you just, you're like, hey, how about, how about we get a song? And sometimes you sing it, and in the first two and a half years of Beantown, we would just have to let it go there. But we're going we're gonna to kick it up a notch. I don't know if you're going to hear this very well, but, you know, the, for, this, is, this is for the Dixie Vodka 400. And... My point was going to be that um, maybe we could get be- Beantown Podcast. Could be the titular sponsor for one of these races. How much do you think that's costs? Like, if I, you know, instead of taking the all-expenses-paid trip to St. Louis and took my $47 instead, do you think that would pay for, you know, could we have the, the BeantownPodcast.com Chicago Land Speedway 400 next year? I don't know. We'll get on it. Let's let's play a song. Um... is the whole song, so Dixie Vodka, remember when you need to drive home, drink responsibly because, and don't speed because you might spill your Dixie Vodka 400, something like that, welcome to part two of the program. But the show goes on. Show must go on. Remember at uh, the the concert when uh, after Freddie Mercury died and Elton John saying the show must go on. Hey, if you haven't seen it, after you finish watching Huey Lewis and Dwight Clark sing uh, "Hip to Be Square." You ought to watch Elton John sing Show Must Go On with Clint, with uh, Queen. <sighs> what a day. Okay, sad story. I was out on my walk earlier, my Sunday stroll, because I'll do anything for alliteration, and I'm coming home, and I think to myself, you know what? I almost, uh, I, I've been real good Diet-wise, you know, I'm down sixty-two, sixty-three pounds, and I don't, I don't, I don't really ever treat myself from a drink perspective. I do plenty of cheating and splurging on Sundays, with the 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 su the, the I was gonna say foods, and then I was gonna say solid. So I decided to go with suits. Um With the solid food that I eat. But I said, you know what, let's, let's, let's get an uh, iced coffee, which I'm not a, that's not my, my vibe. I'm not an iced coffee person. Um, but I had been out on a, a walk, and the sun was shining, and it, you know, it was heating up a little bit. And so I, I stopped over at the Dunkin'. And before you jump on me, my local coffee shop, Ellipsis, is uh, still closed for COVID. Although I learned they're opening up on Wednesday, which is very exciting. So I go to the Dunkin' and I get an iced coffee. I'm real excited. Bring it back. Even posted a picture of myself on Facebook. And uh, I sip a little bit, not too much though, because I'm gonna hop in the shower. And then I figure I'll I'll work on this after my shower's over. So I set it on the kitchen or on the uh, the bathroom sink, on the sink, the ledge. And it's it wasn't a precarious position at all. Very comfortably positioned. I get out of the shower, I'm drying myself off, and I uh, moved the towel around to my back to take care of my back and uh, whipped it too hard, and the iced coffee went right on the floor, and I, I like, watched it happen in slow motion, and I, I feel like it wobbled enough to where I totally had the opportunity to save it, but I, my body just froze, and it just happened. I probably got about four sips of my iced coffee, and then the rest of it is on the floor. So, first iced coffee of the summer. Mmm, tasty. So, there is your sad story. So, that's why I'm kind of feeling like, uh, you know, so- soda is is something I almost never have. We're talking like, could count on my on my hand the number of times I physically have a soda in a year. Um, and I don't usually have like a, a hankering for it. It's not, I get hankerings for different things all the time, but soda is not usually one where I'm like, "Mmm, soda. But I'm thinking after I finish this, Especially with this NASCAR still under a red flag. I gotta we're gonna finish this episode soon, so I can uh hop on Twitter and try to get a sense of what's going on here. I just I just got a the classic feeling that we're gonna sit under, you know, a red flag rain delay for another hour. Not even rain, it's lightning. And then they're gonna push it to tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon. Like that's just a classic NASCAR thing to do. Uh I gotta hop on Twitter see what they're saying about it. Um but I might go up to the 7-Eleven and grab a little something. Nothing crazy. Just a hit, you know? It's a Sunday. My iced coffee experiment failed miserably. Just something to consider, okay? Um, that's pretty much all I had for you. Uh, I was supposed to go to the Fratelli's concert last night at Metro, but obviously... No concerts going on right now. Uh, They're rescheduled for January, I think. And then um, I'm still trying to I'm still trying to get updates on both Green Day and Gaga because that's exact that's a month away. Green Day is supposed to be August 13th or two months away. Green Day is supposed to be August 13th. Gaga's 14th at Wrigley, I believe, are the dates. Obviously, those aren't happening. Just trying to get a sense of are we, we rescheduling? Are we just going for refunds? I'll probably, I'd probably, uh, Hmm, this is, this is a tough one. I've already been through this with Foo Fighters. So I, I never really talked about this in the podcast and I don't even, there's not that much to talk about cause I, I barely scratched the surface of any of it, but I, I have done some very basic ticket flipping. Um, cause it's just like I I won't say an easy way to make money cause every, every one's a gamble, but you know, you don't really have to do anything. You can just literally be online, find tickets at a low price, resell them at a higher price, profit. That's the whole thing. So I, my first stab was was uh, Foo Fighters tickets. They were supposed to play an Easter in uh, Phoenix. And uh, obviously COVID happened, and I was able to get my full refund, which is good because... It's just, when we're talking about COVID, when, you know, if you can break even and not lose money off of, you know, something like this. And there's a lot, I mean, I had four tickets and each one I paid like, oh, I don't know, 85, 90 bucks for. So that's, I mean, that's a big cash investment. So just give me that back, break even, I'm good. Um Green Day I just bought one ticket for myself. I wasn't even trying to flip anything. I just want to go to that. So I'd probably just hold on to my ticket and not ask for the refund cuz I got it at a, a good price. It was like 60 bucks or something. And then Gaga I have three tickets with the sole intention of flipping. I got those at a really good price cuz I got it as part of my credit card presale. And um I I mean without COVID limitations, under normal circumstances I probably could have made a solid like 150 to 200 total off of those 3 tickets for for flipping them. Um but I'm not sure, you know, if if we uh get if if they're saying okay, reschedule for Gaga, you know, next summer presumably, uh, or you can just take your your you can get cash out right now and break even. It's it's tough cuz the part of you just wants to cash out now Recoup your your money, no losses, no gains. But then the other part of you is like, well, but I'm pretty sure if I hold on to this money, I'll be able to to increase it by a lot someday. It's a good problem to have, but there's no clear answer. Oh, well. Um, Okay. Let's see. That's that's all I got for you. Uh, That was... We kind of started off by talking about something, and it turned into St. Louis, and I think we brought up China at some point, and I think I played a very racist song in the piano, too. So just another day in the life of the Bean Town podcast. Thanks for everyone who's listened and uh, got a lot of good listener feedback and engagement on our show last week where we power-ranked eight American Girl Dolls. I think we will definitely do some of that in the future um not with the american girl dolls but something different uh already got some plans in the works next week is father's day which is a very exciting time for the Town podcast and you're probably thinking wow Qu- you know quinn writes a father's day song every year for the show you know he this been dates been circled on the calendar for weeks months years so he's probably you know got some great big grand ideas already going for a song and he's probably already done some demo versions um nope i haven't thought about it one minute of my life so we got you know start the timer now we got seven days to write and record a a a bang in tune for our third ever father's day song that'll be next week um i don't know what what it's going to be like but we got a piano at our disposal now so that could be fun but um, yeah, okay. That's uh, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, remember, you can listen to us across, uh, you know, Beantown networks. We're streaming live across the country, across the globe. Uh, SoundCloud, YouTube. We're gonna we're gonna put this one on YouTube. Um, oh, quick sidebar. I have the camera. We actually recorded video footage for last week. My Mac, just out of the blue, very conveniently, has stopped being able to read my SD card. Um, I, so, so I, I am literally, I got nothing right now because I have three laptops in this apartment. I'm looking at all three of them right now. Only one of them has an SD card reader and that one doesn't work. So great. Um, I, I don't know what, what the plan is. The drivers are coming back to their cars. That's very exciting. Well, this race is still going to be long anyway. So I think I'll go, go grab a, a refreshing soda. Hmm refreshing and just miss a couple of these laps whatever not a big deal uh yeah so sorry about the 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 videos um doing my best here but i i literally am at an impasse right now um uh, i would have to f- find some sort of external reader i i don't know uh, we'll we'll see i got to i got to do some research but that's what i got for you so let's queue up the Tishminga blues and uh thanks for listening uh shoot us an email Bean Time Podcast, yahoo.com. Again, it's Bean Time Podcast, yahoo.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I uh, hope everyone's staying safe, staying sane, enjoying this nice weather you're getting, hopefully, wherever you are at. And uh, you know what? Another week, another dollar. Next week is Father's Day. Going to have a fun song coming out for you. That's what we got. Here comes the music. Everyone, stay safe, stay sane, and we will check in on you next time. Bye.